Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening in to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings, and I'm your host, Becky Easton. And today I want to talk a little bit about how to protect your home, family, and assets from the growing threat of natural disasters. So with the usual disclaimer that I am not your attorney, unless we have an agreement to that effect... Uh, So nothing I say should be taken as legal, financial, business, um, or tax advice. Um, So, you know, guys, over the last two years, we've seen historic levels of damage caused by natural disasters in the United States. From blizzards in Texas and wildfires in California to hurricanes in Louisiana and tornadoes in the Midwest, few regions of the country are immune to such catastrophes. And based on the latest data from the United Nations World Meteorological Organization, things are only going to get worse. The WMO found that climate change has helped drive a five-fold increase in the number of weather-related disasters in the last 50 years. And these calamities are getting more severe each year. As a result of climate change, weather records are being broken all the time, turning previously impossible events into deadly realities. Despite this threat, A majority of homeowners lack the insurance coverage needed to protect their property and possessions from such calamities. Roughly 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance, according to a 2020 report from CoreLogic. One major factor contributing to this lack of coverage is the mistaken belief that homeowners insurance offers adequate protection from natural disasters. In truth, however, much of the damage caused by natural disasters is not covered by a standard homeowner's policy. To fully protect your home and other property, you often need to purchase a separate policy or endorsement that covers specific types of natural disasters. So to help you get the proper coverage, I'm going to talk a little bit about the various types of insurance available and explain what these policies typically will and won't cover. First, let's talk about wildfires. Although homeowners insurance typically doesn't pay for damage caused by natural disasters, most policies do cover fire damage, including wildfires like the recent ones that have devastated the West. Generally, the only instances of fire damage a homeowner's policy won't cover are fires caused by arson or when fire destroys a home that's been vacant for at least 30 days when the fire occurred. That said, not all homeowners policies are created equal. So you should review your policy to make sure that it includes enough coverage to do three things. Replace your home structure, replace your belongings, and cover your living expenses while your home is being repaired, which is known as a loss of use coverage. What's more, in certain areas that are extremely high risk for wildfires, it can be quite difficult to find a private company to insure your home. And in such cases, you'll want to look into state-sponsored fire insurance, like California's FAIR plan. And then we have earthquakes. Unlike fires, earthquakes are typically not covered by homeowners' policies. To protect your home against earthquakes, you will need a freestanding earthquake insurance policy. And contrary to popular belief, people in California aren't the only ones who should have such coverage. Most parts of the United States are at some risk for earthquakes, and in fact, the U.S. Geological Survey found that between 1975 to 1995, earthquakes occurred in every state except for Florida, Iowa, North Dakota, and Wisconsin. 
To gauge the risk in your region, you can consult with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA's, earthquake hazard maps. While earthquake insurance is available just about everywhere, policies in high-risk areas typically come with high deductibles, ranging from 10% to 15% of a home's total value. Additionally, though earthquake insurance covers damage directly caused by the quake, some related damage, such as that caused by flooding, will likely not be covered. Carefully review your policy to see what's included and what's not. Then we have floods. Though homeowner's insurance generally covers flood damage caused by faulty infrastructure like leaky or broken pipes, nearly all policies exclude flood damage caused by natural events like heavy rain, overflowing rivers, and hurricanes. To protect your property and possessions from these events, you'll need to find standalone flood insurance. The threat from flooding is so widespread, Congress created the National Flood Insurance Program in 1968, which allows homeowners in flood-prone areas to purchase flood insurance backed by the federal government. In some coastal regions, especially where hurricanes are prevalent, you might even be required by law to have flood insurance for your home. To determine the risk for your property, you can consult FEMA's flood maps. And even if you live in a location where flood insurance isn't required, you may want to consider buying it anyway, because 90% of all natural disasters include some form of flooding, and more than 20% of flood damage claims come from properties outside high-risk flood zones. Given how commonplace flood damage can be, you should carefully consider whether or not such coverage is warranted in your area. Then we also have hurricanes and tornadoes. Most homeowners policies do provide coverage for wind-related damage. However, whether or not a policy covers such claims often depends on the type of storm that caused the damage. For example, wind damage from tornadoes and even some tropical storms is typically covered while wind damage from hurricanes generally requires a separate windstorm policy, or in some cases, a hurricane rider. Because damage from hurricanes is often measured in the billions, windstorm policies usually have high deductibles, and they're frequently based on the percentage of your home's value, instead of a fixed dollar amount. Some policies also come with a cap on coverage, so be sure to review exactly what type and amount of coverage your policy offers. And of course, high winds aren't the only threat posed by hurricanes. These tropical systems often cause severe flooding, which is typically the storm's most damaging element. But as mentioned a little bit earlier, whether it's caused by a hurricane or a tornado, flooding is generally not covered by homeowner's insurance. For flood protection, you'll need to purchase a separate flood insurance policy through the NFIP. Beyond having the right insurance, if your family is forced to evacuate your home in the event of a natural disaster, you'll need important documents and supplies on hand to recover in the wake of the catastrophe. We recommend that you take a cue from the U.S. military, which requires its members to always have a go bag ready and packed with the essential items needed to survive for at least three days following a disaster or other emergency. In addition to clothes, toiletries, medications, and food, your go bag should include copies of your passport, birth certificate, driver's license, state ID card, and or another essential identification. Other documents to pack include the deed to your home, if you have one on hand, 
copies of your insurance policies, the original copy of your will, if your lawyer isn't already storing it for you, your vehicle titles and registration, and a fairly recent family photo with faces clearly visible to be used for easy identification. While all of your estate planning documents should be included in your go bag, having your medical power of attorney and living will readily accessible is especially critical for medical emergencies. Without these documents, doctors and other medical professionals won't know what your wishes are for your treatment or which of your loved ones should help them make the decisions in the event of your incapacity from illness or injury, which is all the more likely during a disaster scenario. And to make everything as portable as possible, download your estate plan and other important documents to a flash drive you can carry in your go bag and upload additional copies to the cloud. And finally, make sure your family knows about your go bag and estate planning documents, as well as how to find them. Even if you have all the necessary legal documents in place, they won't actually do you any good if your loved ones don't know about them or can't quickly locate them in an emergency. You might even want to keep your go bag near your home's primary exit so you or someone else can grab it on the way out the door. And obviously, not all of your family's belongings can be replaced, so you should take additional precautions to safeguard your most precious sentimental items. Photo albums, home videos, old letters, family histories, and treasured cards from the past. Since you won't have the time or space to pack these items in your go bag, I'd recommend you make digital copies of these keepsakes and store them in the cloud. To make certain that you have the proper insurance and other estate planning documents in place to protect your home, family, and belongings from the ever-increasing threat posed by natural disasters, consult with a personal family lawyer near you. We can help you evaluate the specific risks for your area, assess the value of your home and other assets, and support you to obtain the proper insurance and estate planning vehicles to fully safeguard you and your loved ones from every possible emergency. And if you are in Arizona or Colorado and find that this is something that you'd like to discuss further with me, you can schedule 15 minutes on my calendar by calling my front office at 480-999-4455 or by heading directly to my calendar online at bit.ly forward slash call Easton Law. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash call Easton Law. Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available on just about all the podcast platforms out there now. So anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find me. And if you are enjoying what you're hearing, I'd love for you to leave a comment, um, like, follow, subscribe, or donate even. And, um, oh, if you do subscribe at our $10 level over on, or at least at least a $10 level over on Red Circle, you do get access to some additional subscriber content um, that I'm putting up periodically. So, uh, I, I I do appreciate all of that. And so with that, it's been another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. And I'm your host, Becky Easton, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.